Coming to you from the Summer Skates Hockey Players Footwear Studios, this is Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. Club Hockey Southwest Weekly is brought to you by Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos. Nationwide or worldwide, there will always be a Caesars Resort in the center of the action. Boost Mobile, everything you've always wanted in a mobile carrier. By Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas. Championship taste for lunch, dinner, or a pregame feast. Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com for all of your hockey needs on ice or in line. By OxyPow, our chemical-free line of cleaning products gets the funk out of your equipment or office. Visit us at OxyPow.com. UNLV Hockey, ACHA D1 Hockey, World Class City. By M-Drive, take our short quiz at mdriveformen.com and see which M-Drive fits your lifestyle. By Summer Skates, show off your team pride with shower shoes and koozies for the whole squad. Go to icetimehockeysw.com slash partners and click on the Summer Skates banner. By Burrito Express, six East Valley locations for great taste and great value. Go to burritoexpress.com to find the location near you. And by the University of Arizona Wildcats. Club Hockey Southwest Weekly is a part of the Ice Time Hockey SW.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Stephen Marsh. All right. Welcome in, hockey fans, club hockey fans, ACHA hockey fans, as it may be. This is Club Hockey Southwest Weekly, presented by our good friends at Maryville University and the Maryville University Saints. Um, winding down with them as they get ready to start their season. But one last shout-out to uh, John Hogan and the guys at Maryville for being such great partners all year long, uh, even during the midst of the pandemic. We are uh, excited to get started with a new season. Scott Strandy joining you from Scottsdale, Arizona tonight. My co-host is always, Stephen Marsh, uh, joining us from Beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. And when I say uh, beautiful Scottsdale, Arizona, I'm lying because uh, right now we've had nothing but rain and floods and thunderstorms, and we're not supposed to have that in the desert. We're not built for that. Steven, how are you? I'm doing good. Yeah, you know, you're not, you're lying there because it's not beautiful there. Uh, you sent me some pictures or video earlier of the, of what you were dealing with there, and uh, that is not uh, a sunny day. By any means, in 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 Scottsdale. Well, in, in Arizona, it's uh, it's a desert, right? Uh, we're not built for for inches of water at a time, much less a wave after wave after wave. And for the last week, week and a half, it's been like wave after wave after wave, and uh, it comes down so hard. There's nowhere for it to go but to run off, and that of course causes flooding and all the things that go along with that. And then we get high winds and that knocks down trees and power lines. So I am thankful right now that I believe they have passed for the night and our power should be good and we should be good to go as we talk club hockey. So many things going on, Stephen. Uh, it's getting so close to the season. It's like less than a month for some teams, which is uh, almost insane. And um, you think when we started this way back when, before the pandemic actually uh, came into existence, uh, we wondered what was going to happen. Well, now we know. We're going to get hockey back at some point. Yeah, I'm keeping my fingers crossed that that's, that's going to happen. Uh, 
and it looks like we will, which is good. And, and that's uh, good because we've been through a lot these last year and a half uh, trying to continue the conversation and talking about potential for games and not having games. And at least for the teams that we cover closely here, but, and, uh, but now we're going to have some games this fall. So that's going to be exciting. And we're going to have a fun game coming up on Friday for charity, which we're going to talk about too. So that's, it's kind of going to be, yeah, we're going to get to that in just a minute. Uh, I do want to say that there's so many crazy things going on, but uh, I give a shout-out, and, and I said this again last night. I think what's happening in the WCHL from top to bottom is they are going to prove to everybody that they are the best hockey conference in ACHA D1 hockey. I just think that's going to happen. And, and the way the reason I say that, Stephen, is everybody at every school has built their program to compete against everybody else in there in the conference. They know what it's going to take. And if you go through what's quote unquote battle tested and you come out on the other side and, and get into the national tournament, man, oh man, I think that is a big, big advantage when you get to uh, St. Louis in March. Yeah, no question. And it's going to be, uh, it's, as we've said before, you've said it, it's, it's probably the best, conference or best league in the uh, ACHA and and certainly we see in previous years two or three teams make it this year I think we could see quite a few and if, if you can make it through this this conference uh, you have a real good shot at making it through the the ACHA tournament because it certainly will battle test you that's why I'm real excited like I, I just I don't know I'm just getting amped up because I've just this built up and when we knew that UNLV, Utah, Grand Canyon were coming in, I was just thinking, oh, this is great. They play them already. It's always great hockey. This is going to be great competition. And then COVID had to come in and suck the whole season away. And it was just, you know, un- unfortunate there. And, and- <laughs> I know. Ah, <laughs> I was right beside you, my friend. I know exactly what it's like. But I think we are so fortunate, Stephen. And, and I'm going to deviate just a little bit off of this one. But uh, – uh, when we expanded our coverage area, I was thrilled uh, to bring in some of the teams that we brought in, including all of the teams in the WCHL, you know, Missouri State, you talk about Oklahoma, uh, Central Oklahoma, Colorado, Colorado State, all of those uh, now coming into our coverage area. But when I start at the AHL level and I go, wow, the Pacific Division that we covered, that is some really loaded, loaded hockey teams. Then I look at the uh, – basically the NCHC that we cover, it's four teams, but two of them are in the NCHC, and uh, that conference is so good. Um, What a thrill it is to be able to cover them at the NCAA level. And then you take the Western Collegiate Hockey League, and uh, the job that Chris Perry has done building this, I know he calls it his A League, and he said he's got another B League, but um, he he does such a good job. And I I spoke with him last night uh, via text a couple of times, and I said, I believe you got the best uh, conference in the ACHA this year. And he said uh, an, an emoji to me with the uh, fingers crossed. And I said, no fingers crossed, two thumbs up. I think they're going to be that good. And uh, we're just thrilled to be able to cover them. And we just hope that this COVID stuff gets away uh, completely and uh, everybody's able to have fans back and we're able to start seeing some really good high caliber hockey. Um, it's going to sound like a broken record a bit, but uh, the, Vegas is just uh, on a roll. Uh, last night we brought on Nick Raboni because we wanted to talk about all the different things happening in college hockey in Vegas. And and you brought it uh, up earlier in the week. And I'd known for a couple of months now that uh, North Dakota was going to play a, another uh, U.S. Hockey Hall of Fame game 
against Arizona State this time in Vegas next October. So we wanted to find out about that. And at the same time, we want to talk about this big charity uh, celebrity game going on, the play for Shea, for Shea McAlonis, uh, the fallen uh, Las Vegas uh, Metro PD uh, officer that was shot during the uh, riots uh, 18 months ago, a little over a year ago, I guess, not quite 18 months. And um, and Shea paralyzed from the neck down. And what a great deal. And, and we got the rosters. Nick gave them to me last night. So that was uh, – kind of nice to have and i promised i wouldn't just divulge any of it until our show but we can talk about it tonight and we will and uh, we're going to have coach uh, vigneri greener come on and uh, give us his thoughts as he drives himself <laughs> to play a men's league game tonight so when he comes on we don't know what it's going to be i don't think he's got his daughter with him tonight because i don't think she's willing to watch him play but <laughs> you we'll, never we'll know. You out. never know. You never know what's going to happen. People should just tune in just for the uncertainty of what what we could have with him coming on um, in in the drive to. I mean, I'm dealing with a little bit of equipment shuffling because I just tried to plug in the, the equipment set that we use for the show, the headphones and the microphone, and for some reason I wasn't getting anything out of it. So I had to do a quick change to my my headphones, my 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 Apple earphones. And had to do that quick change there. So that's a little inside baseball there. And what's been going on with, with me here just about a minute or so before we went on the show here. Inside Club Hockey Southwest Live. Okay. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. So uh, before we get the coach on, we'll talk a little bit about this uh, this event. Um, as I was telling Nick last night, I said, you know, I had a chance to meet Shay just by chance. Um way back when, when the Golden Knights came, it just happened to be I was looking for people that were were really gung-ho uh, Golden Knights fans back in the first year or two. I can't remember which one. And it happened to run into Shea. And I could see his enthusiasm, as is, uh, you know, I mean, when you look at the rosters tonight, there are a number of uh, sergeants and officers from the Las Vegas Metro Police Department that are going to be playing in this game. And that tells you just how much they love the game of hockey and they want to support Shea. Well, no, no question, and no question, the hockey community here is very tight. We've seen that. No, no question, the the Vegas community is tight. We've seen that certainly in the worst of times here in in our city. But we also see the the great that the mo- uh, the great moments that come from that uh, in regards to seeing how tight the community is. The hockey community is certainly a tight. Certainly, the police and the first responder community is real is a real tight knit group too. And certainly, um, when somebody goes down, um, you know, and tragically and whether it's you know it's an officer or somebody in a paramedic or whatever, um, that the, the whole community it, it it rocks the whole community. Luckily for Shay, he survived that that uh, attack that night that that shooting on at that protest and and uh, as he was doing his job trying to protect everybody there that wanted to 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 protest or you know protecting businesses or whatever it may be during that time and and he was doing his job and and uh, and thankfully he survived. Some don't, but thankfully he did. He's got quite a recovery ahead of him, but um, this is a great event I'm looking forward to. I know Nick was on your show last night, and he talked about they've been wanting to do this for a while now, obviously the pandemic and having restrictions on having gatherings and stuff. They couldn't do it sooner, but now they're able to do it and to have this event and uh, and to honor him and raise money to help him with his recovery because it's going to be quite a road ahead of him still. Um, it sounds like he's made some progress, but he still has some some way to go if if he even gets back to how he was before but certainly hopefully he can continue to to get back slowly ever so slowly to uh to some sort of recovery that would be good 
Okay. Well, we got the coach on the way to, uh, I think, playing a men's league game. So let's not uh, hold him up any longer, Stephen. Let's bring on uh, Coach Anthony Bigneri greener with the uh, UNLV Rebels. Coach, Scott and Stephen with you. How are you? Everything's great. How are you guys? We're doing well. Uh, I understand you're going to play hockey tonight or what? Oh, yeah. Just the good old Wednesday night beer league. <laughs> Get the early game, so we're fortunate. Is that all you guys do in Vegas is play hockey or what? Yeah, no, I still enjoy it. I got a good group of buddies that I play with, so uh, yeah, it's always a good time. We get the early game, we get to go out, all guys I used to play hockey with, or growing up, or my little brother, you know, stuff like that. So it's just a good time. You know, we could go on for for hours about what's going on in Vegas right now because it's it's just crazy. And and I had your uh, associate head coach Nick Raboni on with me last night on the NCAA show because. Uh, we want to talk a little bit about the uh, U.S. Hockey Hall of Fame game next year, returning to Vegas. We want to talk about uh, the charity event, uh, Play for Shade charity game. And uh, he was alluding last night to the uh, roster and how talented it was. And then he sent it to me and he said, hey, on your show tonight, you can talk about it if you want. And I said, I got to get the head coach on because, holy cow, how did you guys get this group of players together? And I'm talking 19 on each side. So you got full rosters, and Nick said they had to turn away guys as well. Yeah, there's a ton of guys calling all wanted to play. But, um, you know, as you know, Vegas is kind of a hot spot. A lot of guys retired here. There's a good chunk of talent that uh, had good pro careers, but now they're all done here and they work and whatnot. So, yeah, the lineups are awesome. We got some of the UNLV guys, obviously, uh, some fire guys. Um, and then uh, quite a few cops. So, and all in all, it's just going to be a great event um, when you can get a community like the hockey community together and then especially uh, like the brotherhood of cops and uh, firemen. It's the same thing as, you know, what we call in hockey, a hockey locker room. And it's for a great cause. Obviously a, a terrible situation for Shea, but uh, with all the people pulling for him, try to make it the best we can for him. All right, Stephen, fire away. Yes, let me ask you this, Coach. Uh, you know, as, as you guys are preparing for the season and, and you guys haven't been out there on the ice, and, and we know that this is a, a charity thing and, and the cause is, is a great cause, but from a team's aspect, having some of your players playing on these teams and playing with some of these former pro players and playing with other players, it's got to be a good experience for them to be able to have this sort of uh, opportunity to play whether it's this kind of a chair, whether it's for charity or not, having this opportunity to play with uh, in a setting with professional, former professional players and, and other players from other, uh, from other levels of hockey. Believe it or not though. Um, yeah, it's a great experience, but uh, all these guys are already playing with these guys on Wednesday and Thursday nights in our beer league. So the same guys that are playing <laughs> in this charity game are literally playing every Wednesday and Thursday night. So um, the kids that did stay in town, which was quite a few. They made a UNLV oh. beer league team for this uh, <clears throat> summer, and um, so that this exact team, one of the teams, has like nine of the guys that are playing tomorrow on the same team. So, uh, uh, yeah, it's awesome for them, for them to get to skate every week. Now this would be just a good setting just to get back. Obviously, we haven't had a game in 19 months. Um, they're going to play in front of fans. You probably get 500 or more, you know, 500 plus people in this building. Um, so just for that setting, it's kind of set the tone. And I know the kids are chomping at the bit to get back. Um, it's been a, a long 19 months, so 
I'm sure there's going to be a high intensity uh, charity game this, this Friday night. And uh, coach, in addition to that, uh, between periods, you're going to have the the sled players as well get a chance to show their skills. Yeah, one of uh, UNLV's biggest fans, Blake. Um, they uh, the sled hockey team. They're all going to be out there uh, doing their thing, and it's awesome. I've been to quite a few of their practices and chipped in whenever I could, and uh, it's just a cool sight to see these kids' eyes light up when they're playing the sport. Um, you know, they. Uh, they don't get to play it uh, like a normal, you know, hockey game, which is so just to see them go out there and just be so excited. It's uh, it really warms your heart, and you know, you got to count your blessings every day. Now, let me ask you this, Coach: What what are you and Nick's roles going to be Friday night? Are you going to be get to coach these teams? You get to watch from the stands, or are you going to be running around doing other things? I mean, I would imagine it'd be kind of cool to to coach somebody like Shane Knighty or Derek England, who are going to be the captains of the teams. But what are your guys going to be doing on Friday night, uh, in, you know, with the game? Uh, actually, I was going to play, but my shoulders are just shot, so I can't play three nights in a row. There's just no way. And so I gave my spot up to a UNLV player. But, uh, yeah, I'm just going to walk around, kind of help, do whatever they need to. Uh, if I go behind the bench, maybe we'll go behind the bench. But I'm there just to raise money, as much money as we can for him. And um, anything I can do, help out, you know, um, I'm just there to help, you know. I'm a, I'm a I'm a small fish in a big pond here. Coming Friday night, so uh, it'll just be good to see go out. And like everybody knows here in Vegas, the hockey community is so small and close knit that uh, there'll be a lot of my buddies and people that I play beer league with, and donors and sponsors and youth parents that I haven't seen in a while that will all get to hang. Great support so far. Like people are blowing me my phone up and I'm getting emails where do we buy tickets and whatnot so um, definitely think we could have held this at like maybe Orleans uh, that's how many people I think want to go obviously there's a, a number here for our rink just due to COVID and everything going on but uh, yeah it should be exciting and do well, you have to like can I ask let me follow up with that Scott I mean yeah go ahead I, I just can you Sometimes you have to like pinch yourself because we're all this all this hockey going on here in Vegas, and we've talked about this before. But you go back, you know, even pre Golden Knights, and we've had some bouts of hockey here, and it's it's there's been a community here, but it is just really on fire right now. And so you have to like sometimes pinch yourself, like how how impressive and how strong hockey has become here in this area. Yeah, one I don't know the exact numbers, but just to throw that in there, I was just sitting in. Nevada's the only state per capita that had more uh, – it has the highest new sign-ups for hockey in any other state in the United States. And that's saying something. So it used to be California, then it was Arizona. So now it looks like us. They, uh, they had like 500 new kids or something. like. I don't know the exact number. Uh, I was on his board, and I was just asking him about it. But just like you said, that, that ties into that. The hockey community is blowing up everywhere. Um, so it's awesome to see that we have so many young kids coming up. Um, you know, back before it was like it would be tough to fill two or three teams. Now they're going to have seven might teams in Nevada, which is that's unheard of. You know, so like yeah, that's incredible. You get, you get stuff like that. Um, you possibly could have an Austin Matthews or all the California kids that made it Division One. You know, so um, yeah, I'm definitely excited to see uh, all that. 
Okay, a couple things we got to get to before you have to go. Um, we got to get to the golf tournament because uh, I'm going to be there uh, for the, the charity game uh, Friday night. I'm going to be there for the golf tournament the following Friday night, so I might as well just move in. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get caught. Stay in the back. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so so those are two things that, that you guys are doing back-to-back, and uh, it just shows that relevancy thing. So that's question number one. Um how important has that been over the last 18, 19 months to make sure that you kept your program in front of everybody one way or another? Yeah, I think that everybody on our staff's done a really good job of making sure that, you know, even though there was a pandemic going on or whatever, we, uh, we stayed in the community, we were active, we uh, did what we could with schools and, uh, you know, uh, youth teams or whatever we could, and then obviously a charity event like this where all the proceeds go to a, 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 a true life hero, people that risk their life every day, go out there or something that I'm not brave enough to do, you know? So something like that will always be for us, uh, myself personally as the head coach and then the staff and we're all always on the same page there and then the community and then the golf tournament, um, it's our sixth year and it's getting bigger and better every year. I mean, um, Last year, we had a few people waiting to be on the wait list because it was full. This year, we sold out within two weeks, sold all of our sponsors, all the whole sponsors, that title sponsor, the golf t-shirt, you know, everything. So it just shows the support that uh, we have, and I think it's a mixture of people giving back to us while we gave back to them during the tough times. So um, it just shows how close-knit the hockey community here in Nevada is. Okay, and the other thing that I know we have to get to is, and uh, uh, we talked with Nick in, in length about it last night again, and I want to get your comments because I know you're equally as proud. Um, UNLV's putting some players in the pro ranks. I'm impressed. I, I, I watched these guys play, uh, Anthony, for the last, uh, what, six years, ever since I saw you guys over at, uh, uh, what was it, the Ice Ice Palace or <laughs> I can't center, remember yeah. where I met you from then. The Ice Center. Okay. I've watched these guys come up, and uh, man, oh, man, to be able to send three guys now into the professional ranks, um, it's not club hockey anymore. It's ACHA D1 hockey, which is chasing NCAA in my book. Yeah, no, there's a lot, a lot of kids that sneak through the crack that, you know, it could be for multiple, multiple reasons that the reason why they're not playing, but the talent – the top end teams, you know, the, the, the talent is compatible. You know, they'll be there. Obviously, Division One teams, they have 25 guys on the roster that all deserve to be there. But um, the way I look at it, and I'm sure I told you this, and you hear it, all my players hear it. If you look at a football program, there's 224 Division One uh, football programs, and there's only 70 NCAA Division One programs. You know, so um, or I don't even know if that's the exact number now because all the teams are adding, but uh, it's slim pickings where a football team, there's a hundred kids per team. That's who's, you know, that's who's on a college roster. Then an NCAA team, there's 28 guys. So there's a lot of kids that fall through the cracks and that are playing this level um, that make it competitive and that make kids like Sachs and DJ and Cody get to go on and play the next chapter of their life. And, you know, I'm sure more could. Some choose just to start their lives in a different path. Uh, if they have good careers like Eric Williams, I for sure know he could go over, play overseas, have no problem playing overseas, but uh, he's going to be a pilot. He's going to be ready to start his career as a pilot, and 
Uh, you know, he wants a family down the road or whatnot. So um, the, the talent level is there. It's only going to get better. Um, you'll find out that uh, later in this week that we had another player just sign another deal. He's just waiting for everything to get through. Then I'm sure he'll call and chat with you about it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I was honored to coach all three of those guys. I know Cody's been over there for a couple years. Now DJ and Sachs over there. Uh, I actually just talked to Sachs earlier. They got a first preseason game tomorrow night. So uh, excited to watch it. Well, if you ever needed a reason to go to Finland or Sweden in the near future, there's your opportunity right there. I know the seasons kind of go the same time as UNLV's, but, boy, if there's ever opportunity in the future, if these guys play two or three years there, to, to go over there and make a trip to, to Sweden or Finland. Yeah, I, I told them, don't forget about me. You can send me a plane ticket anytime they want. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, yeah. I saw Saxy was putting some stuff out on Instagram or, or Twitter today, so he's already getting comfortable. Imagine that, Jake Sachs getting comfortable overseas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, he, uh, they're going to this unbelievable island in Sweden, and they take a bus, and they got to take a ferry, and he was sending me pictures, and then I looked it up, and – it looks beautiful, and then you get to play a sport you love. So, well, uh, not to and not to mention that his Montreal Canadiens had a great season in beating our Vegas Golden Knights here and going to the Stanley Cup final. I know he, being a Quebec guy, he was uh, he was certainly. I don't excited. want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a sore subject for Vegas people, but well, he's just like, he's just been on sky high, and now he gets to be over in a nice place like uh, over there in, in Sweden. So. <laughs> Yeah, he's, uh, he's living the dream, rightfully so. He worked hard for it, so he worked hard to get things pay off. Okay, uh, two more real quick ones. The first one yeah. is just your thoughts on uh, on uh, the U.S. Hockey Hall of Fame game coming back next fall, uh, bringing Arizona State in. My co-host on Sunday and Tuesday nights, Paul Hornstein, laid the gauntlet down being a, an ASU alum. He said, uh, I want to see five to 7,000 uh, maroon and gold jerseys in there. I don't want to see all green from North Dakota at the uh, at T-Mobile. So he's already laying down the gauntlet. But uh, how big and, and what does that say for the hockey community, the college hockey community in Vegas? No, it's, it's just awesome in general. Just college, you got a team like ASU that's really nobody gave him a shot five, six years ago. Now look what Powers has done in his staff. And he's getting top-end talent. He's got all those those uh, Arizona kids coming back to play for him. Um, so the the sky is endless for that guy. Um, and then you got a team like Nodak coming back and, you know, the way they travel and all that. And then Ralph Engelstad has ties here to Vegas, which he still still helps out the program, and that's what their rink's named after. So, um, yeah, I, I think that the game's going to be an awesome hit. Uh, you get a place like Vegas where you got stuff that people will come in for the weekend, not only just to watch the hockey game, you get to catch a show and dinners and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, it's great for the city, but even better for college hockey. And let me let me throw in this. Uh, you know, it was at the Orleans a couple of years ago. It sold out like in minutes when the tickets went on sale. Now it's going to be at T-Mobile, so it's going to have, what, double or even more than double the size of the Orleans. So I could imagine it being almost packed house at T-Mobile. So that should be cool. And how, let me ask you this, though, Coach Greener. Um, how happy are you that Bronson Moore is moved up to be with the ASU NCAA club and that you guys won't have to deal with them this year here at the ACHA level? <laughs> yeah, obviously uh, one less uh, thing I got to worry about. But uh, <laughs> I'm happy for the kid. Obviously, uh, you know, at this level, that's selfishly you, you want him to play for you, but you also want him to succeed and play at the highest levels. And, 
I'm sure uh, Tate felt the same way, like where a couple of my guys moved on, and you know that you're just happy for the kid, um, and that's great for his career. And I hope nothing but the best for the kid. Well, coach, we're looking forward to seeing uh, seeing everything on the ice and seeing the festivities. So I'll be up there early on Friday. Steven's got to uh, do a real job first, but he'll be over there as well, and we'll be putting together a good Sunday special for uh, for the play for shade celebrity charity game and congratulations on bringing in so many great uh, uh personalities it's not just hockey players but when you talk about Derek anglin and shane knighty and then of course all the officers and and some of the uh the uh, las vegas fire department and, uh guys as well and again golden pipes too is on one of the teams carnell johnson he'll be he'll be uh, out there playing some hockey with the boys too yeah i didn't know he played and he asked to play and they put him <laughs> in so we'll see how that goes uh but uh yeah, we appreciate all the support. We'll see you guys Friday night. Sounds good, Coach. Uh, take care and uh, and not you know take it easy on the guys tonight, right? Uh, uh, keep it down less than six from you tonight. All right, I promise. <laughs> all right, I'll shoot for, I'll shoot for one. All right. Okay. All right. Have a good night. Thanks, guys. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, Coach uh, Anthony Vigneri Green. That didn't sound UNLV. too convincing there that he was going to lay <laughs> off there. Now, knowing him as well as I do, he, he's a very competitive person, so he's always going to he's always going to put his A game out there and, and aim for for six. We we appreciate the coach coming on. I know he's got all kinds of things to do and a big weekend coming up and another big weekend next weekend. There's and, just so much going on, Scott. I, we can't. We just can't. I mean, there's just so much going on here. It's and August. Then, this is usually a dead month for hockey, but this there's just so much going on right here in Vegas, which is great for me because I live here and I can go some of these things. But there's just so well, much action going. I'm, you've I'm, got you've got to come up here three and, weeks in a row. Because I've got uh, I've got this event yeah. this Friday. I've got the golf tournament next Friday, and then uh, our good friend Kenny McCudden coming up on September first. Right. So I got to be up to see Kenny and do a little. Uh, what we're trying to get him on the show uh, in two weeks on uh, on our show when he's. You should just town, uh, so. just camp out here because uh, the hotel <laughs> the hotel bills are going to be quite pricey if you're going to come on the weekends because it's Vegas yeah, now. Well. Vegas is back. And there's big events. There's big <laughs> events this weekend here. Obviously, this is a big event, but I mean, real, real big stuff like WWE and stuff. So there's a lot of going on here. We've got this going on, which is no small thing either. So yeah, there's just so much going on in Vegas, which yes. is great to see because we know what we went through, and and uh, hopefully people can continue to be safe because that's the important thing. We know that's that COVID's still out say. there. All you have to do is keep that variant away. I don't need that. Um, yeah. Okay, let's take a quick break. Let's come back and let's talk about this roster a little bit. And then let's talk uh, more about the uh, WCHL. We'll talk about the teams again and uh, kind of get ramped up for what's happening uh, all over the uh, conference. And we'll be back in about three minutes. Ask any hockey player in the desert southwest, and they'll all tell you the same thing. We love going to the rink and sandals. Now you can show off your game in style with summer skates. Officially licensed summer skates are comfortable, washable, and can be designed to show off your fandom. Phil Kessel, your guy? Big William Carlson fan? Or is Austin Matthews the man? Have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available too for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice, our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable, show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates, you can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. 
can't wait to get to Las Vegas and check out the fortress. Going to see the Golden Knights? No, stopping at Jesse Ray's barbecue for lunch. Oh, that fortress. That combination of brisket, hot links, fries, mac and cheese, surrounded by offensive ribs? I'm in. Exactly. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, located at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard, right behind the Mandalay Bay Hotel. Check out their pulled pork, smoked chicken, or the fall off the bone baby back ribs. Jesse Ray's Barbecue has been voted the best barbecue in Las Vegas two years running. So whether it's a midday meal or a pregame feast, head to Jesse Ray's Barbecue for all their award-winning tastes. Your hometown hockey team, your Western Collegiate Hockey League champions, your Arizona Wildcats. Tickets for Arizona hockey are now on sale. Support your Wildcats as they battle ASU for another Cactus Cup championship and more at the Tucson Arena. Your hockey team, your Arizona Wildcats. Call 791-4101 for tickets now. UNLV Rebel Hockey, located in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada, is proud to partner with Ice Time Hockey Southwest. As a premier ACHA Division I university, UNLV offers a unique chance to play college hockey. Experience a pro setting in Hockey Mad Las Vegas while you earn your degree in any of our over 300 majors in one of the world's destination cities. If this sounds right for you, then visit us at rebelhockey.com to get your future started today. Coming to you from the Summer Skates Hockey Players Footwear Studios, this is Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. All right, welcome back in, hockey fans. This is, in fact, Club Hockey How about Southwest that? Weekly. We've got a sponsor now for our studio here, the Summer Skates Studios. That's uh, we, We're we moving on up do. here. And we're moving on up in the ranks. I like we, it. Definitely do, and a uh, big uh, shout-out to our friends at Summer Skates. Uh, just a little uh, hint, starting in September, we got 16 shows of giveaways, courtesy of our friends at Summer Skates. We've got koozies. we got uh, Summer Skate sandals to give away, so you will want to be listening every show in the month of September, and uh, that starts uh, September 5th, the day before um, Labor Day. So we got all kinds of good stuff to talk about. Scott Strandy in Scottsdale, Arizona, where I've evaded uh, getting drenched for about the third time today. And uh, Stephen Marsh joining me from uh, beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada, where I will see you, my friend, in about 48 hours or so. Yeah, sounds good. By the way, I did some equipment shuffling again, and now I'm back on the, the headphones and microphones. So hopefully I sound much better than I have uh, than I have ever sounded, but uh, that's probably tough to do because I... <laughs> You sound great. No problem. Okay. I, I promised the Play for Shea celebrity charity game. We'd break down the uh, the rosters. We got a little sneak preview. I told uh, Nick Raboni that we would uh, talk about it tonight if it was okay with him. He said, go ahead. Uh, they've broken it down into two teams, Team England, uh, so, the gray team, and Team Knighty, the black team. So we've this is an exclusive, right? ITHSW exclusive. 
Yeah, that was uh, that was great to uh, to feed us that information. Oh, this he is teased great. Us. He teased our NCAA fans <laughs> uh, so much last night uh, with the fact that you know they they'd love to be an NCAA program, and that got everybody jacked up. And then he said, "You can't imagine this roster. I've got 19 guys on on each bench, and uh, lots of them have at least ECHL uh, experience." And then I saw the rosters uh, when he sent them to me, and I'm going like, man, I am impressed that there are that many Las Vegas Metro Police Department players that play the game of hockey and are willing to step up and play in front of uh, a lot of people uh, in this uh, celebrity charity game. No, that that's, that's really surprising to me um, just because of, how busy police officers can be, but they find time to, to play hockey. And, and again, it goes back to the emergence of hockey here in the last few years, even and the golden Knights certainly big, being a big part of that. Now the silver Knights, and there's a uh, nice place in Henderson lifeguard arena. There's the DLC, the dollar loan center that's being constructed. That's going to have, it's going to have the um, silver Knights play their games there. And some other stuff will be there as well, but certainly um, lifeguard is where, you know, that's where the majority of a lot of hockey stuff will take place in Henderson area. Now you got, in addition to the national arena that's been in, in the market since 2017, plus the other ice rinks that are still around too. So there's just so many opportunities to play hockey now more than there was before. And, and I think seeing how the golden Knights and, and what we went through in, in October and the golden Knights and the, the relationship there with the city and then the police officers, I think a lot of them probably wanting to, to try it out. A lot of these maybe played before Golden Knights, but I would imagine a lot of them certainly took on the hockey game in the last few years. So it's just it's just great to see. It's just great to see how hockey has uh, developed developed here in in Vegas. And there's been spurts of it, you know, even before the Golden Knights. We've had a minor league team here. Of course, UNLV was there, but they weren't as prominent as they are now. And but uh, yeah, it's just uh, it's just so much so much going on here in in Vegas with the hockey scene. And, it's okay, just, uh, so obviously there's going to be a majority of uh, UNLV rebels and uh, police uh, officers and firefighters, but let me throw out just some uh, places where some of these guys have played. Uh, the Vegas Golden Knights, the uh, Boston Bruins, uh, Henderson Silver Knights, the Texas Stars, the Anaheim Ducks, the Bakersfield Condors, they're my, one of my favorites, the Greenville Swamp Rabbits, <laughs> uh, Providence University, yeah, um, Wheeling Nailers, uh, Colorado Eagles, um, Connecticut College, Providence College. I mentioned the Danville Dashers, another great name. Um, it, you know, you just go right down the list, and you're like, "Wow, they weren't kidding." And uh, and Nick and both uh, Nick and Anthony Ball both said that they had guys that wanted to play. They were hoping to do this last year. COVID said no, um, so they had guys that had been looking forward to this for 18 months they're ready to play hockey yeah and, and coach Vignier Greener just said it tonight that they they had to turn people away because they just there was so much there was so much um uh, uh, attention for this there was so much um demand for it they, a lot of people wanted to be involved with it and and they had to, to to turn some people away but certainly um so that's just uh it's uh it's a great to see that you, yeah a lot of these uh players as you said a lot of UNLV players um a mix of some college players that have played and the Boston Bruins and all that stuff. So, Okay, so you brought up Carnell Johnson, of course, the uh, voice of uh, Golden Knights hockey with the, uh, the anthem singer, uh, affectionately known as Golden Pipes. And it's going to be fun to see Carnell on the ice. I also think 
that might be the safest place in Vegas uh, during that game because there's more police officers there than uh, there are a lot of places. So I'm going to feel really good, even if they're on the ice and skates. If uh, there's that many detectives and sergeants out there, um, yeah, I'm, go- I'm good. I'm good to yeah. play there. Yeah, they got hockey sticks <laughs> in their hands. They, they, they know how to <laughs> navigate a, a hockey stick and, and be able to have to defend if, if – if duty calls, which we hope does not happen, but yeah, right. I didn't even think about that. There's going to be so many police officers and, and uh, yeah, and, and Metro. Yeah. So it's just, gonna be- I'm going to guess there's going to be a bunch of them that aren't playing that are going to be there to show their support as well. And well, um, I know where you're going to be by, you're going to be by the police officers and make sure that yeah. nothing happens to you because Darn we can't right. lose Scott. We can't lose Scott stranded because you're just too valuable to, to hockey in this area. So we, nothing, uh, we can't have that, anything happen to you. So why don't you hang out by those police officers Friday night? Uh, I'll do that. And we'll be putting together a nice Sunday special. I hope we can get some good interviews and, and get that out there to put up on Sunday. So anybody that can't make it to the game uh, can, can at least see uh, some of the highlights that we can throw together. So we will do our best uh, to do that. Um, okay. Now we're down to the nitty gritty. And it's gonna, can we just, or, can we just say this? 90? Well, let's, before we get to that, let me just mention this too is, you know, when you have these sort of games, sometimes they're just, you know, like a scrimmage type thing where there's just a, you know, a four on four thing or it's a running time or thing, but it sounds like it's going to be a real full length game <laughs> and uh, at least, at least five on five. And, uh, and, and it's, like I said, full 19 team roster. So uh, this is going to be uh, I don't know if there'll be a lot of hitting or banging around, but. Uh, but you never, you never know. Somebody like Shane Knighty gets is out there. Uh, you certainly might see that. Certainly Derek England, who's <laughs> certainly knows how to rough things up on occasion. So uh, maybe him and Knighty can go off a little bit. Uh, it, that would be kind of nice that the Gold, Golden Knights broadcaster <laughs> against another. Well, he does some broadcasting stuff too with the Golden Knights now. Derek England. So <laughs> yeah, that would be it, that would be quite fun. You know what else I want to see? And, and uh, I know you heard the show last night, but uh, my co-host Paul Hornstein last night said to, to Nick, he said, so this can be like a four-on-four four thing? And Nick goes, are you kidding me? It's five-on-five. Five. He said, we got 19 players on each bench. And he said, I think they can still perform five-on-five um, five just as good as they could four-on-four. Four. But I'm I'm looking forward myself to see some of these UNLV players that we wanted to see 18 months ago that we didn't get a chance to see. Uh, it's going to be a sneak preview of them. Well, I think it's just great for them. Um, you know, Anthony said it earlier that a lot of these, I guess these these UNLV players play with some of these guys in beer leagues now, so it's not like they're unfamiliar with these guys. But I just think it's it's a great opportunity for them that ones that are participating that are still stayed here in Vegas during the summer and and be able to have this is because we they didn't get to play a lot of hockey. Um, now now there is some of that going on and and they're in the play some of these these you know beer leagues and stuff like that and and play this this sort of game, but. Um, it's a great opportunity for for them to have that um, get their legs, you know, continue to work their legs because the season's going to be here sooner than you know it. As you mentioned, September first, I think uh, Kenny McCutton's going to be here as part of their training camp. They're going to have a scrimmage on September fourth. Their first game's October first, so there's uh, it's it's what August eighteenth right now, so uh, it's around the corner. So it, uh, this is a great way to kind of kind of get to kick things off, so to speak, uh, with this event. Okay, you've had a chance to see the rosters. I know you haven't seen them on the ice yet, but uh, you see the names. You see the the uh, the two captains, Team Anglin, Team Knighty. Who pulls this one out? <laughs> can I be? Can I be uh, no, neutral here, like no, I was at the can't. ACHA tournament? You no. wanted me to pick an ACHA. I said, let's just hope that we get through an ACHA tournament, and we did that. No, <laughs> I don't know. I I, I really I I go with Team England. I guess. It's, 
because you've got England on there, you've got Quinny on there, uh, you've got you, they do have a lot of the police officers on that team and and UNLV players. So um, you stole I, my thunder because I was gonna say sorry, Shane Knighty, but uh, anytime there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, who knows how many police officers? I'm going with that team because they're the protectors. That's right, exactly. <laughs> why why go against the police officers? Uh, I certainly don't want to go against the the police officers. <laughs> that that's my choice, but I think it's going to be a fantastic game. I'm looking forward to see the sled game. I'm looking to see the raffles. I uh, can't wait to get my t-shirt because uh that that's a great support, great cause, and uh we hope everybody that can get there can make it. If you can't, um you know, it's going to be is it going to be streamed? I think it is, right? Uh that I don't know. I don't know. I All guess right. we should have I guess we should have asked that. Um I've I don't know if it's going to be streamed. If if it is, I'm sure I'm sure our wonderful contributor to the show on occasion, Dana Lane, would be doing the game. But it doesn't sound like uh, there's a plan for well, it. But maybe, but maybe, maybe, maybe it will be. We, we don't know. We have to we have to uh, we'll have to find me, out. I guess. Let me tell you how excited I am about this. Um, San Jose is having their uh, rookie or development camp scrimmage tomorrow night, and uh, they're not letting fans in. They can't let fans in due to COVID still. Right. So it's going to be live streamed. I am so excited to be able to see fans in a hockey uh, setting again and uh, actually shoot some video and some pictures of the fans screaming uh, at the top of their lungs when uh, when players are on the ice. I just think that's, that's yeah, we something haven't had, we've missed all We lot. haven't had too much of that. We had we had the, the the Stanley Cup playoffs, and we were fortunate enough to be at a couple of the the, uh, the Golden Knight playoff games during during their run. Um, in the in the playoffs, but uh, you know there's certain there's certain things you have to limit yourself. You know you don't have the best of position necessarily to get good video and pictures of of, of the action. You know, whether so an NHL event, so um, that limits you there. And then you know we have the Silver Knight stuff, but you know you're not right in the action. But here at City National, when we go to the UNLV games or we do other ACHA stuff, or at City National, you can be right there on the ice and and to have people in there. You know, I was at the 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 uh, Senior Night thing that they did. Uh, and they had a good, pretty good turnout for that. But I imagine this is going to be a, a really good turnout on Friday. So it'll be nice to, to be close to the action and be able to get all that uh, action. And, and that's going to be the exciting thing is to, to see to see fans back in, in full capacity again uh, in these events and uh, to have that because uh, UNLV games are a lot of fun. They're really high energy. And, and, and this is going to be, uh, I would imagine this is going to be that, that same kind of feel to it. Okay, so that's Friday night, City National Arena. Uh, are tickets still available? I think at the door, right? If you can, if you're there, you can until they sell it out. Uh, I believe. I, so. I believe. I believe so. I think that's. I think that's the way people are going to get tickets if they just and, show up and and buy them at the door, twenty dollars. And uh, of course, and, and then of course you can buy the T-shirts. Those are uh, on sale. Just uh, go to rebels.com. I'm sure you can get a link to that. Um, but yeah, anyway, and there'll be UNLV gear at the event too, so people can can get their UNLV gear too and. I think the T-shirts for for play for Shea will will be at the event as well, and in addition to opportunities to to buy tickets. So uh, hopefully people can come out Friday night. Uh, what else can you do on a Friday night in August? It's hockey, um, which people love. So <laughs> I love it. This is coming from the Vegas the Vegas native. What else can you do in Vegas on a yeah, Friday night? Exactly. Uh, there's nothing going. On, there's nothing going on here in Vegas on a Friday okay. night. I mean, that, that that's a good line because I'm going to use that when I have to try to get my hotel rooms on a Friday, and I'm going to go like, "Why are you so expensive? There's nothing going on in Vegas on a Friday night unless it's a hockey game." 
Like if I came to Arizona on a Friday night, I'd sure my room wouldn't be one hundred and twenty some dollars. I don't know. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, okay. So in addition to that, let's talk a little bit more about uh, ACHA stuff. You brought something up you want to talk about last week, and we got carried away uh, and didn't get, didn't get to it. But uh, wait, we got carried little... away on something on this show that never happens. <laughs> Well, we had Coach Berman on, and you oh, know where right. that goes. That's <laughs> it right. It just we... keeps going and going and going. Kind of like those, the Energizer Bunny. And those that listened live might it was a little was a little spotty, but you know what? I went back and listened to that show afterwards, and it didn't sound too bad. So it must be something there with the another inside club hockey uh, note there for people. Uh, we like to peel the shout, curtain shout occasionally. Shout out to Podbean. And, <laughs> and peel the curtain a little bit and and let you know what's what goes on behind the scenes on this show occasionally. <laughs> Okay, tell us a little bit about ACHA and what uh, this season represents. Yeah, so this is the thirtieth This is the thirtieth season of ACHA hockey, which uh, you know I just turned thirty, so the ACHA has been around as long as I have. So that's kind of cool. I think it was actually last season was technically the thirtieth year, but they they couldn't really uh, celebrate it because of COVID. And most of the teams not being able to play it, but I think they're they're, they're going to do the celebration for it this year, and so that's. What's going on? So it might be 31 years old, technically. I'm not sure, but um, it's well, the, didn't you look at the logo? Yeah, 30. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> 31. Yeah, so there yeah, you go. Okay. Yeah, there you go. So I, yeah, I didn't even. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I just, I saw that, and I, you're right. I just, I just got that now. Yeah, 1991, <laughs> okay. which to 2022. So, uh, yeah. So there you go. So yeah, they're going to be doing that. Uh, it was founded in 1991. So of course they couldn't have their 30th season last year, but uh, they're because of limited number of programs, but they're going to, this is from, uh, let's see, this is from Craig Barnett, a quote here in this article saying a 30th anniversary of any association or organization, which occurred for the ACHA last season is a big deal. Uh, we had some plans in place to celebrate the three decades of hockey and the opportunities the ACHA has provided for thousands of student athletes at the college level. But once we learned that we weren't not operating close to full capacity during the 2021 season, we chose to hold off and celebrate this season with our entire membership. So as part of the delayed celebration of the ACHA's 30th season, a special, as you mentioned, a special 31, that's three with one capitalized and then N and E logo was commissioned and will be utilized by the ACHA during the upcoming 2021-22 season. Um, in addition, the ACHA is going to release special digital series through its YouTube channel in which many of the original individuals responsible for the creation of the ACHA reflect on the humble origins of this of the organization and the extraordinary accomplishments of the last 30 years. Participants in the ACHA's 31 special digital series hosted by uh, Rassi McGibbon include Hall of Fame inductees Don Spencer, Tom Keegan, Craig McCarthy, Rich Holdenman, Joe Batista, Zoe Harris, Dan Morris, Al Murdoch, Marshall Stevenson. Um, and then Barnett finishes by saying, we hope our membership can celebrate the tremendous growth of the ACHA that we have experienced over the past 30 years. We also want to reflect on the early beginnings of our organization with the true founders of the ACHA and all the incredible milestones that the ACHA has met along the way. Uh, we look forward to sharing some memories with different mediums throughout the 21-22 season. So this is great because 30 years, I mean, as I said, I just turned 30, so I'm kind of thinking about how, how long I've been around now and, and thinking about how long the ACHA has been around. It's just quite, it's quite amazing that, you know, it's, a lot of things don't make it to, to 30 years. And I'm just not ta I'm talking about organizations and things. You know, they, they kind of come and go. As, but the ACHA has been around, and it's really has grown, as, we, as we've seen, and just in what we do now with the WCHL and the teams we cover, uh, but just seeing the growth of the ACHA in the last, what, three, four, five years or however long you've been doing this with, with Ice Time and 
and since we've jumped aboard doing this podcast, it's just it's just really amazing to see what it's become. And and it's interesting. It'd be interesting to to hear. And maybe and sounds like at some point we'll hear from some of the founders of this league that uh, they probably couldn't envision that it would be where it's at, or maybe they did. But you know, it's it's pretty it's pretty remarkable to see how it's progressed. And we're fortunate now to have such a a role in it with with our show and, and the, the teams that we do cover. And going to you go into the ACHA tournament last spring and getting some good content there, which people can still go back and watch if they want to relive the ACHA tournament. So yeah, it's just real, it's just real great. And it's, uh, it's nice because th- this, this level of hockey doesn't get as much attention as all, certainly other levels do. Certainly NCAA gets more attention obviously. And certainly the pro levels do is, as that's obvious too, but um, so it's nice. And it's nice that we can play a role in it now. And as they begin another, as they go into the 31st season. Okay, speaking of nice, uh, Colorado State University has a head coach. Uh, Camden Lambert, a former assistant at Jamestown, has uh, has become has been named the head coach of the Colorado State Rams. So now all of our teams in the uh, Western Collegiate Hockey League officially have coaches in place. Um, it was my hope that I would get to see everybody uh, before the season starts. I don't know if that's going to happen, but I'm still going to push for it see if I can get out and meet everybody in person because I think there's something about uh, a face to a face that's much better than a voice to a voice. So uh, I will plan on doing that, but congratulations to uh, Coach Lambert. And certainly better than a Zoom Certainly better than a Zoom to a Zoom, which we've become yeah. so accustomed to the last year or so. And and that's going to be kind of a nice thing, too, when when we do our, our professional hockey stuff, when we get to be more interactive with, with those players, too. But but now that the ACHA teams are going to be in a real close-up, it was a real treat when I went to the scrimmage back in April for UNLV and being able to talk with those guys and, and doing that because you had <laughs> was still kind of coming off of the pandemic. Things were just starting to open up and you really didn't have a lot of interactions like that the last year or so, at least in a, in a professional setting like that, where you're interviewing people that close and, you know, not doing it through a computer. So um, it was, you had to kind of dust off the cobwebs and remember how to do it, but I think we managed. Okay. I will, uh, I will tell you that is the biggest thing I missed was the locker room uh, conversations. I've told you that. uh, And anyway, that'll listen over and over again, because, um, that's where you get really good stuff, right? You get the one-on-one stuff, even if it's just for five, ten minutes. You get to find out what that uh, that player is really about, what they uh, what they mean to their teammates, what do they mean to uh, play in the game, what does the game mean to them? That's some of the things that I look at when I'm there. So, looking forward to that. Um, and I imagine, else you got? I, I imagine though that we might still be a while before they're going to allow. Uh, press and other people to go into locker rooms like it was before COVID. I just imagine that's still going to take some time to, to see that you might, you might be able to do in-person stuff, but they'll still probably bring players out to a room and you can, you can interview them there. But I, I just, where everybody crowd, I, I used to watch these press, you did it more than I did, but you go to these, uh, you watch the, these post game shows or these hockey and you have this, uh, you have this ring of reporters around a player. I, I think that's still a little ways away, but yeah, but I, I agree. think we're going to be away from the, hopefully the virtual zoom stuff, uh, a little bit, uh, more this upcoming season. You're seeing it with the NFL, they're starting to do in-person stuff and other things too. They're, they're obviously not as restri- many restrictions now. So, uh, that's going to be good. So we'll, we'll get back to maybe where everybody's shoulder to shoulder and you see, um, people make weird faces in post-game press conferences and they're in the locker room there and everyone's trying to hold their microphone and getting the sound bites, but, uh, <laughs> which is kind of fun in itself, actually, you know, you, you, they, they make memes out of it and, and stuff. So that's, that's kind of cool too, but 
<laughs> we'll get we'll get back to that, I'm sure, at some point. But I think that's a little ways off. But oh, yeah, yeah, anything cool. else you got on uh, the uh, the ACHA D1 scene, especially the WCHL that we need to get in tonight? Nope, but uh, you mentioned a couple of things coming up. I, I guess, I guess, yeah, there is a couple of things. Uh, the, the Utah hockey is having their golf tournament coming up uh, this Saturday. Uh, this Saturday, you're going to be, you're going to, well, you're not, maybe I won't be in time for it, but you're going to be up there. And uh, no, um, I won't be able to make it, unfortunately. I, I oh. just, uh, it's just not going to work out with the schedule this year, but I, yeah. I will attempt to uh, make sure that I get up there in future years. Well, you're going to be, you're going to be doing plenty of stuff with Utah. You're going to be there for their first couple of games of the season and, and uh, in, in October, so that'll be uh, exciting. But uh, but they're having their golf thing this uh, this Saturday, so people in the Utah area. Eleventh year, the eleventh year. So UNLV's done theirs for what six, six. seven, six yep. years, and Utah's done theirs now for eleven years. So um, there you go. We were just talking about a thirtieth anniversary of something. Utah's at eleventh annual, so they're 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 doing. Uh, they've they've got quite a, a history there with their golf thing and. That's coming up uh, this Saturday. Starts at one thirty at Stonebridge Golf Club in West Valley, Utah. So uh, come, and then come of course, join. Go uh, ahead. And then, of course, uh, next Friday will be uh, the uh, UNLV Golf Tournament, and that will be at a new site. It'll be at Revere this time, down in uh, south of Henderson, I guess. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. I've, I've looked at the, the golf course online. It, it looks pretty cool. So uh, I'm looking forward to being down there for that and being a part of it again. I don't know what hole they're putting us on this year, but – uh, wherever they put us, we'll be. Yeah, and and I was listening to again uh, Nick Raboni last night, and he kind of gave gave you guys uh, on the Tuesday night show a little bit of an inside of what's going to happen there. A um, couple of things I thought were real interesting is they're going to do a helicopter golf ball drop, which ought to be real exciting. Yeah, those are cool. Those are really cool. Yeah, and then uh, closest to the pin, but with a twist here with a golf ball launcher. Which uh, that would be the only, and I know Paul joked about it last night. That'd be the only way I I would be able to get the ball, uh, the ball <laughs> anywhere close to the pin. I I've, I've never I've played mini golf. I've never played real golf. I know you you have a golf background, Scott, so you're probably pretty decent at the game. But uh, I I think I would have at least a decent chance to do okay with a golf ball launcher. Certainly I couldn't do it on my own ability, but certainly a little help with the golf. And although with my luck, I probably still miss it miss it by a bunch. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's going to be fun. I think they've been very innovative on it. I know uh, uh, the fact that they've sold everything out, uh, all their sponsorships, they sold out all the golf itself. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, before that, though, of course, Friday night, uh, play for Shea, celebrity charity game. Uh, Shea Michelonis, uh, the uh, Las Vegas Metro Police Department officer that was uh, tragically wounded uh, and we're talking when you're paralyzed from the neck down, that's a, uh, it's a pretty traumatic experience. And uh, I think everybody that I've heard of that, that knows Shay uh, thinks that uh, he, he's a fighter and he was going to fight from the very beginning and he's going to fight to the very end. So uh, no surprise that, uh, that he's kept the spirits up and, and, and got through. I, I understand uh, from some people that said that uh, he hadn't been able to speak and now he can at least speak which is uh, a big movement right there. You communicate now, so that's a positive thing. And who knows? You never say never in uh, in this world, Stephen, because you just don't know. Miracles do indeed happen. Yeah, and I and I'm curious, and I and I'm I think 
I think the plans to have him there on Friday night. Uh, I don't know if he's in a position where he can be, but I, if 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 that's the plan, it'll be really cool for him to to be able to see this event in person to to see able to support and stuff. Uh, if, again, if he's able to to be there in person again, I don't know for sure, but uh, that will be cool if if he can be. Obviously, if he can't, we understand. Obviously, but. Well, we know for sure we'll be there in person, and we will uh, do everything we can to put on the best show to uh, make this Play for Shea celebrity charity game uh, the very best it can be. And, and we'll tell everybody that you'll be able to watch our recap uh, on Sunday on our first Sunday special of the new season. You're six for us, Stephen. 2015 we started. 2021 it is. That sounds like six years to me. Yeah, you only got 24 more years to to get to 30, like the ACHA's game with their 30, 31. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Leave it to you to come up with something that I can't achieve. <laughs> well, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. 24 years. Where are you going to be in 24 years? Let's see. <laughs> retired. You're going to be retired, huh? <laughs> what is that? You you retire? Really? I don't <laughs> That doesn't sound like you. <laughs> All right, my friend. Take it away. Club Hockey Southwest Weekly was brought to you by Boost Mobile. Whether it's a new phone for yourself or your child's first phone, go to boostmobile.com and click on deals to find the phone that's right for you. Caesars Entertainment. Wherever you're bound, there's bound to be a Caesars Resort across the U.S. or worldwide. Certainly a few of them here in Vegas. Uh, UNLV Hockey. Play ACHA D1 Hockey in Hockey Mad Las Vegas. Go to rebelhockey.com and see if the bright lights and championship mindset is for you. By OxyPal, the all-natural way to take the funk out of your sports equipment or your office at OxyPal.com. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, perfect place for your pre-event or post-event meal at Allegiant, at Allegiant Stadium. You go to 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas, which is just minutes from Allegiant Stadium, be it a loaded in Vegas dish or a rack of ribs. This is barbecue, Las Vegas style. By Summer Skates, summer's here and the ice is going to need some help. Get your personalized koozies and more. Go to icetimehockeysw.com slash partners and click on the Summer Skates banner. The University of Arizona, ACHA D1 Hockey, home of the two-time defending WCHL champions. And by M-Drive, supplements to fuel your drive. Visit mdriveformen.com and refine your prime with M-Drive. And behind the mask, in the net, up the ice, or in line, serving the Arizona hockey community and beyond since 1994. See us at behindthemask.com. Club Hockey Southwest Weekly and all the Ice Time Hockey SW podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app, available for download at Apple Podcasts, Podbean, the Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcast. Club Hockey Southwest Weekly is a part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. And we should mention, too, that people can go on and to those different podcast platforms and Follow us, obviously. Subscribe and leave ratings and reviews too, because that that helps boost the uh, pop, that helps boost the podcast on on those platforms. So uh, people should do that. Absolutely. And if you're uh, not familiar with our now six different uh, Twitter accounts, uh, we've uh, narrowed them down a little bit, so you can actually follow all of them, or you can follow a specific area, whether it's NHL, AHL, no, ACHA, there's no, there's no other. They, they got to follow all of them, Scott. They can't. They, there's no. <laughs> There's no follow one of them. They got to follow all of them, all six of them. Okay, well that's that's okay. We're on our uh, our quest to get to ten thousand followers. When we do, great prizes coming uh, your way uh, to those who uh, are followers. So get on there, click follow, and uh, stay tuned because we're getting there. 
And uh, I don't know if you knew this, Stephen, but we are the only live podcast, live hockey podcast in the southwestern part of the United States. And we do it four nights a week, 7.30 p.m. Mountain Time, Sunday through Wednesday, round the clock. We always have great guests. We've always got great topics. And you should be listening and you should tell your friends to listen. And the hosts are semi-par, too. So, <laughs> Yeah, you had to bring that up. Go, go shoot us down right away. All right. All right. Good night, everybody. Have a good week, everyone.